Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WW Monday Night Raw episode 1372 and SmackDown episode 1047 and 205 Live episode 146 all in person in New York at Madison Square Garden on September 9th and 10th of 2019. This is week 37 of 2019. We're we're getting close to the end of the year now. Less than three months, or over three months. Just over three months. Uh, about three and a half months left in the in the year. And um, you know what? Uh, I really, really liked this episode of Raw. Up until the main event, this was, this was turning out to be one of my favorite episodes of Raw ever. Especially... One of my favorites that I was at in person, um, but then the, the 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 main event was just nonsense. So, but but anyway, let's start let's start at the top. Um, before the show, we had uh, the taping for main event, uh, which is really just one match in one kind of match thing. Um, but uh, we had Sarah Logan and Dana Brooke team up. Even though they've been fighting each other, I, I haven't been watching. I, I saw one of the ma- the the original match. I saw where uh, Sarah kicked Dana right into the post, and Dana got pretty messed up. But um, now they are a team, and they were defeated as a team by the Iconics. So uh, I mean that that makes sense. Iconics are established tag team. They know what they're doing in there as a team. Whereas Dana is not uh, as well versed in a team. And Sarah is used to working with um, uh, other other people with Liv and Ruby. So I thought that made sense. And then we also had some 24-7 stuff with the uh, with Ennis Cantor. Um, he won the 24-7 championship briefly. But our truth won it back, and then got chased off by everybody. So that was it. It, it was interesting, anyway. Um, we didn't get any other appearances by for of the twenty four seven people the entire rest of the week. So I'm a little bit bummed about that. But maybe maybe now we'll see twenty four seven appear pop up every now and then on uh, NXT now that they're live. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, get NXT in on, in on some of that action. But um, anyway, now that we have some crossover with main event here, uh, it's certainly possible. Um, so we open up this episode of Raw with Steve Austin coming out telling some MSG stories, Madison Square Garden stories. Um, then he has a contract signing with Braun and Seth, and it's successful. They both sign the contracts. But then the OC comes out, um, Steve Austin... Uh, calls calls AJ Styles an asshole, and then uh, then AJ Styles calls uh, Austin an asshole, and then he gets hit by a, a stunner. So that was kind of kind of fun. Um, and I get uh, I guess they were both instances were uncensored uh, as it was broadcast. So that was that's cool. Um, then we had Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles, um, and this is this is. 
I mean, I guess we, they wanted the end of the show to be asymmetrical with the beginning of the show, like a bookend type of thing. But um, I think they could have done it differently and it would have worked. Like this match here, I thought was pretty unnecessary that they could have established. They didn't need to have this match to establish a main event, except that they got things going into the... The main event could have been Cedric versus AJ and then have it turn into and then have that be the first 10 minutes of the main event and then or even just the first five. And then what happened at the end of this singles match at the beginning of the show? Um, oh, there's an incredible uh, Michinoku driver from Cedric. That's so good. And then later on, he won the 10 man tag team match in the main event by hitting AJ Styles with the lumbar check oh that's so good but anyway um the oc come out and attacks so it ends in disqualification all of this could have happened in if this this match could have been the main event and that could have happened and then the viking raiders come out and they fight off the oc all of that could have happened and then you know just chaos unfolds and then they come back from commercial the last segment of the show is five on five just do it that just do it that way instead of having this match at the beginning of the show and then there's the whole time we're thinking oh okay i guess that's happening and then uh what we thought was going to be the main event anyway is not it's just the it's the end of the first hour It, it i just thought it was a weird choice to do this it was a lot and for cedric and aj to both have two matches i mean i'm not upset about seeing them both wrestle more than once in one night but this it could have all been folded into one big thing at the end of the show instead of splitting it up like this and then having just a really long nonsense match at the end like the end of the the end of the the second to last segment it picked up a little bit and then the very end was really good but like all the rest of it was a, a real slog so i don't know um roma came out and did some connor's cure stuff uh, brought a bunch of kids that was really nice um and then we had the oh this but this is the best match of the night yeah it was um becky and charlotte versus bailey and sasha which should this should have been the main event if they didn't do the other thing, but, um, oh, at the end, so Cedric pinned AJ in the main event, and then Stone Cold comes back out, and they go celebrate with all the beers, and so I get wanting to have that image ending the show, but these teams of five were just, (sighs) I don't know, okay, anyway, back to the positive things, um becky and charlotte versus bailey and sasha this match is really good i really liked it um they started brawling before the bell uh and then they eventually got into the ring um and charlotte pins no who did she pin charlotte pin i wrote i wrote charlotte pins becky that's incorrect um i believe it was charlotte pins bailey 
after the best natural selection I've seen. And I don't really pay attention when natural selection happens, but I thought this one was really good, especially from the angle that I was viewing the show at. Um, so I pretty much was opposite of the entrance ramp. Um, so I got a good side view of most um, most everything. And I thought that natural selection was really good. And maybe that's what that maybe i don't i don't know what it maybe it's maybe it was one of the worst ones and it just looks so different that i thought it would look cool i don't know but um i thought that was interesting that they'd have charlotte if i'm if i'm remembering correctly since i wrote it down incorrectly um interesting having the opponents sunday's opponents involved in the finish in this tag team match i would have thought that it would be becky finishing off bailey or um or sasha defeating charlotte something like that sort of thing that would be a cross um it wouldn't be it, it, it wouldn't be the two that are fighting each other on sunday involved in the finish is what i'm saying um so yeah we'll we'll see what what goes what goes down um oh yeah this episode should be the clash of champions preview show i'll go over that once we get i'm kind of going over that as we're talking but um at the end i'll go go down the card with my predictions of who i want who who i want to win and if it's different who i think will win and so i'll be upset (laughs) who i think will win is um yeah who who i want to doesn't win but yeah that's what i mean okay let me fix this microphone a little bit that's a little bit better i think okay um so adjusting a little bit um this recording is probably a lot quieter than it usually is i'm recording it on my phone instead so the levels and stuff are a little bit different than usual but anyway uh dolphin rude backstage they want to help the oc that's how they get involved into this five ten on ten fight this five on five match um ray mysterio versus grand metallic oh yeah this match was really really good too um maybe this was the best match of the night mm. i don't remember a whole lot from it specifically um but ray mysterio won so he's finally get get getting his mojo back and that's good news for ray mysterio um, but Dominic didn't get to appear at Madison Square Garden. That's a little bit of a bummer. But, you know, that's okay. Um, then, actually, all of Lucha House Party got to wrestle on this show. That's super awesome. That's really awesome. No, 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 no. no. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, no, no, no. Yes, they did. Yes, they did... Not at this show. They got to wrestle. All of the Lucha House Party got to wrestle at Madison Square Garden this week, because I think I think the other two, I think it was Lince and Kalisto, because the 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 two on two tag team match turned into a six man tag team match on on two hundred five live. Skipping forward a little bit, um, and I can't remember if it was it was I I'm pretty sure it was it was uh, Lince. And 
It might have been Lindsay and Grand Metallic. So maybe Lince, maybe Kalisto wasn't able to take part. I'm not sure. But um, I'll get to that in a minute. It's on a separate page of notes. Uh, then we had the uh, semifinal on the Raw side of the King of the Ring tournament. Uh, Baron Corbin defeats Joe in uh, the triple threat with Ricochet. As Ricochet finished off Joe... Uh, I think he hit him with that that um, six twenty cent six thirty six fifty six seventy six eighty six ninety seven hundred seven seven hundred twenty seven eighty nine hundred <laughs> um, with that with that cent on and uh, Baron Corbin capitalized and got the win there and I was right before that happened maybe like two minutes before that I tweeted. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hope, I kind of, I kind of hope, uh, I kind of want Baron Corbin to win here. And then I, and I typed a bunch of happy faces when he did. Um, I think he's going to be really, really, really good. Um, as it turns out, the next night, Elias, is, um, Elias would be an amazing king as well, but um, he's out due to injury. I don't know if it's a real injury or if it's storyline. I don't know. But uh, Cor- Corbin's gonna win. He's go- he's got to win. He's got to be the king of the ring. King Corbin is just too too good of a uh, of an uh, opportunity for everyone to to, to 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 yeah. It's gonna be great. Um, then we had Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Um, I don't remember a whole lot from this match. It wasn't super exciting, but um, I did really like when Lacey used the apron to try to to asphyxiate or suffocate natalia just holding it like holding it down hard over her face that's pretty interesting but natalia eventually won via the sharpshooter um with a very strange tap out i don't don't know this uh, i don't advise watching this match necessarily but um then we had a stranger danger episode of firefly funhouse um if they were all very very um uh upset with the presence of steve austin and uh bray says uh you know we can't <laughs> this is not a very very wide voice uh we can't blame rattlesnakes for doing rattlesnake things that's why he's not go- going to attack steve austin um, and then we have that ten man tag meet, ten man tag tag pick take time, ten man tag meet, tag team, ten man tag team match. I already talked about too much. That Cedric won. The the ending was fantastic. Cedric hitting AJ Styles with the um, lumbar check. Um, so good. So it's lumbar check is the best finisher. I don't care what you say. I, I, you can't convince me otherwise. The lumbar check is the best finisher and most protected, most well-protected finisher. I think it's only been kicked out of once, maybe. And that might not have even been a kick out. I think somebody just got hit by it and then end up ended up flying out of the ring <laughs> because of it. And so they couldn't finish the match. Uh, he couldn't capitalize on uh, with a pinfall. Um, because the opponent was not in the ring anymore. <laughs> I think that's the only time. Maybe Buddy Murphy p- kicked out. Maybe Buddy Murphy kicked out of it in uh, in Melbourne. Um, 
I don't remember the specifics of that match, but that might be the only time that I was actually kicked out from. Um, so yeah, the finish was great. And as a result, Cedric Alexander, um, has a United States championship match against AJ Styles at clash of champions. And that's going to be pretty awesome. Um, I am flying out. I'm recording this on Friday. Took me a while to get to this. There's a whole thing with my air conditioning start stopped working last weekend. Um, and I put it in a work order on Sunday and I was hoping that they would fix it while I was gone, um, in New York, but I get back on Wednesday night. It's 85 degrees inside the apartments, which is awful for my Daegu Claire. Like she, she looked like she had, she'd been through some stuff. Like she's all, her, her fur is all ruffled and all that. Yeah. When I got back and I felt, felt awful. And um, so I kept bothering the 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 front office at the at the leasing office, like, "Hey, come fix this. How long is it going to take? It's been four. This the day three with it not being fixed." And they bothered him again on Thursday morning. And then Thursday they and they said, "Oh, we'll get to it before five. So at five o'clock, I was like, "Well, still nothing." So I went back over there. I said, "What's going on?" And they said, "Okay, we're heading over there now." So finally, they fixed it. The guys who actually were really nice, I felt bad that I was like so mean to everybody about everything. But maybe it wouldn't have gotten done if I wasn't kind of rude about it. But anyway, um, yeah, that's part of the reason why I didn't haven't recorded yet is that it's just miserable, hot, gross, like uncomfortable. Not really gross or uncomfortable, but it, no, it, it was uncomfortable. Not really gross or hot or sweaty. But just uncomfortable because like 80 degrees indoors when it's also like that same temperature outside is not fun because it, it you need that difference, the contrast for it to feel like a relief. Whether it's cold outside and it's warm inside or if it's warm outside and it's cool inside, you, that difference is like... I, I, I feel like that's really what home is. It, it, there's that Burt Bacharach song. The house is not a home. The house is where the one you love. I don't know what the lyrics are. Home is where the the person you love is or something like that. I say home is where you have a comfortable temperature difference from out the outdoors a relief you have relief from the temperature of the outdoors that's what makes home although that would make a lot of places home but anyway um <laughs> moving on smackdown is a 1047 um we open up with the match of the week as the dark match to open up the show, Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Man, this match is great. This match is great. Um, I don't know if, if you can find a fan video of it or something. Check it out. But these two go hard all time, every time, all the time. And it's so great to watch. 
Um, we open up the actual episode with The Undertaker, who is interrupted by Sami Zayn. And he says, I'm here to ask you to leave, but The Undertaker choke slams him. Um, I thought this would have been a really interesting and cool opportunity to have The Fiend destroy The Undertaker. But I guess they're not ready for that yet. That's got to happen. That's got to happen sometime soon. Sometime. At some point, The Fiend's got to kill The Undertaker. And it's got to happen during the entrance. No one would see it. Like, everyone would be really excited. Undertaker is doing his whole thing. He's slowly walking around the room. But dong. All that thing. And he's out around the emperor. And they see the Undertaker just being killed. By Bray Wyatt, by the Fiend, and you, you don't even get to, to see Undertaker make it to the ring. That would be great. I was like, even still hoping that during his exit that that would happen, but it wasn't to be. Not yet. Not yet. Um, there's too many legends this. Well, too too many legends this week, and Bray couldn't even address the one in person um but man we did end up with the uh with a dark match at the very end of the night after um 205 live the fiend versus the b team which was a very short match it was about eight to 15 seconds total until the from bell to bell um and you know it, it was a handicap match and uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for the B team. They they didn't stand a chance. Those poor guys. But anyway, uh, Elias is injured, so uh, Shane says that Chad will face somebody that Shane chooses. And I thought, oh, it's going to be Shane. And then it, it was Shane. But anyway, uh, the Miz defeated Andrade, but then is attacked by Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I need to go back and watch this match because I heard that there is uh that shinsuke well i knew that shinsuke was there at the commentary table but I, what i didn't know because i couldn't hear it in, in them was that uh he was answering all of Corey's questions in japanese and and Corey was was going on as though he understood what he was saying and so i really need to go back and watch that um so Elias's replacement is Shane. McP- Shane goes, "Oh, I'm gonna go. I I found your replacement. I'm gonna go get him. He's right outside." And then he comes back in. He's just like, "Eh, eh, it's me." <laughs> it's like it's so dumb. Ah, oh, damn it. But anyway, um, then we had Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose. In Nikki Cross won that match, so that gives them some momentum to keep rolling into that tag team title match. Um. After, uh, oh, what happened before? They, well, they, they, they lost to, to Fire and Desire last week in the tag team match. That's why they got the match. Um, then we have Heavy Machine, you're backstage making smoothies before they go out and defeat a couple of local guys whose names I do not know because they were not announced to the live audience. Um, Shane McMahon hires Kevin as a referee for the King of the Ring match, which would end up being the, um, the main event um roman interrupts rowan as Rowan is explaining his actions and then they brawl all over the place this is this is pretty great 
I really like this whole segment. This is probably my favorite. Well, Miz versus Andrade was awesome too. That is, I'd say it was my is is one of if not the best Miz match that I have seen. Um, it's definitely the best one that wasn't some type of stipulation involving Fells Count Anywhere or something like that. But um, yeah, this one was really good. Rowan uh, he used an audience member as a weapon, and then he used the jib. Uh, the camera jib as a weapon up there on the stage. That was amazing. But then they didn't show the footage from that camera. They showed the replay like four, five times from different camera angles, several different camera angles, but not the angle from the jib itself. And it made me so, so mad that they did like, did they turn the camera off so that it wouldn't get harmed when they do it? I don't know how turning the camera off would have prevented it from being harmed when they did that. It does it, like they, they had to have been rolling. They have to have that footage. Maybe something got disconnected while they're doing it. So they didn't actually have that footage until later where they get the backups from the camera itself. If they do even have the camera recording uh, locally, I don't know, but I thought that was a huge huge missed opportunity and it seemed like everybody else really wanted to see that that angle as well um like i think oh, it would have been so great it would have been so great to see it from the camera's perspective but then i i, I don't even i don't even know why that it must there must have been a technical issue that they didn't actually have that footage i don't know i don't know but i really like that segment uh, then we have Bailey versus Ember Moon. Uh, Bailey wins, and Charlotte uh, approaches. She was on commentary during this match, I think. Um, and they, uh, you know, they just kind of just got like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're next. Yeah, I mean, no, you're next. No, you're next. That kind of thing. That without saying it, that's like what their lick said. And um, yeah, we'll talk about that match uh, when I do the review in just a few minutes um then we had kofi kingston and randy orton with some power, power of positivity bullet bs um <laughs> uh randy uh coming out they they're they're doing a they're recreating their moment for madison square gardens and uh from 10 years ago there at madison square garden um with kofi and again putting randy orton through the table and at this point, I was reading, like, on Reddit and stuff, and, like, the live thread, somebody was like, didn't they just do the spot ten, 10 years ago? I was like, yeah, they literally just showed us that. They they showed a video package about it. Were you, were you sleeping? I don't know. What's going on here? But, yeah, that's that's the point, yes. But, anyway, I... I enjoyed it. Their, their table broke <laughs> prematurely, uh, which is kind of funny, but they had another table right there. And then another person was like, isn't it weird that these have black, uh, black, black um, tablecloths on these tables? I'm like, no, all the production tables have black tablecloths on them so that they blend into the background. So that they're not visible. It's like anyway. I en I enjoyed it. 
Although it would have been cool if they had reversed it in that Randy actually RKO'd Kofi through that table. But maybe with Kofi standing tall here, this means that Randy Orton is winning on Sunday. We'll, 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 I'll talk about that more in a second. Um, Chad Gable versus Shane McMahon with, with referee Kevin Owens. Oh, man. This is... This is this is both ridiculous, dumb, but awesome, amazing at the same time. I don't know. I I really don't know how to feel about this whole. Gable wins, um, but then Shane says no. It's a two out of three falls match, and then like admonishes Kevin because he he did a really fast count for Chad Gable to win. Um, so the second the the second portion of this match. Uh, the whole final segment of the show is uh, the second fall of the two out of three falls match. And every time Shane is, it has a pinning predicament on Chad or, uh, or if Chad Gable is outside of the ring, Kevin is counting very fast to appease his, his, his boss his awful, awful boss. And so, um, but Chad Gable overcomes every single time. He gets back into the ring in time. He kicks out at two, even though it's like one, two, three, like that fast. One, two, kick out three. One, two, kick three. Like that's fast. It happens. And Shane is getting pissed off. And Kevin's like, hey, I'm doing like I'm counting. I'm doing really fast count here. It's not my fault that you suck. Um, and then finally, uh, Kevin's had enough of it, and he 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 does the fast count. Or I forget exactly how the Chad Gable wins. I don't even. I think it was another fast count. No, 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 no. That's right. That's right. He got uh, Shane McMahon into that ankle lock, and Shane tapped out. And there's like Kevin can't just actually kevin did ignore that he didn't even signal for the bell the bell rang when he tapped out so kevin was technically he 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 wasn't going against shane because he didn't he didn't call the match the bell rang the timekeeper called it because shane was clearly tapping out but uh shane is so chad gable wins which is awesome um, but then that's av- overshadowed by this aftermath that Shane, Shane is just pissed off at Kevin. He beats the crap out of him and he, um, he fires him. So, but he has a really, it like, it, it <laughs> like you're, you're, he's like so angry that he can't, he can't get the words out. <laughs> you're fired. Let's say you're fired. I do that voice more. <laughs> uh, the the cash levy uh, silly voice. Kevin Owens, you're fired. <laughs> but anyway, that's my new, that's, that, that's my new Shane McMahon voice. He's like, uh, <laughs> I'm the best in the world. Shane McMahon, you're fired. Kevin Owens, fired. Anyway, um, uh, it, now we have two five live. Okay, during the show, they announced that they would have the dark match. The main event of the night would be Bray Wyatt versus the B team, 
And so, like, most of the people were, like, really excited. Everybody stayed for that. But a lot of them didn't know that there was another show, 205 Live, that happens before that main event. And so, the, the so much of the crowd was not paying attention to 205 Live at all. And it was infuriating. But at one point, I just had to start laughing because it, like, it's so... It's so infuriating that they were not paying attention to the match. They were not respecting the wrestlers doing their, you know, putting their well-being on the line to entertain us. Instead, everyone's chanting for a stupid baby in their stupid, in the baby. Okay, the baby's not stupid. Maybe not stupid. I apologize. It's not the baby's fault. It does not have the capacity to stand up and receive applause people and that is all on the parents they just kept holding it up and the people are chanting for it and like but a cup a couple of the chants did get me laughing a little bit and then uh the 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 guys in the ring acknowledging at one point and like playing into it trying to get people to pay attention to it i really enjoyed that i thought that was really really pro of them but it shouldn't they shouldn't have had to to do that and it's, it sucks and it, it sounds like 205 is either becoming part of nxt or under the nxt umbrella it would be amazing if 205 was a third hour from full sale um i think that would be the best situation uh, out of all of it i think that would be better than them just becoming part of the, the nxt two hours although it would help them fill those two hours a little bit but when you think about it the shows are about an hour long without any commercials. They really only need 20 minutes more each week. And that is totally doable. Like, just add another match. Just add one more match and make the main event a killer length. And that's your that's the, the extra 20 minutes you need each week. It's, they, it's totally doable, I think, um, without adding a whole lot more. Um Without having to add like a, a whole lot of filler is what I mean. Um, and then keep 205 Live as a third hour as its own show still on the network and broadcast live after either after or before um, NXT. And I think it would be it would quickly become the best like and considered by everybody. I think. It already is the best hour of wrestling on w- in WWE each week. Uh, moving it to full sale, then it, it, the crowd would be into it and give it the respect it deserves, give it the uh, the adulation it deserves and all that. And I think that would be the best situation is if it's a third hour on Wednesdays from full sale uh, with with the NXT audience there. I think that that would be great. And then there could be spillover back and forth a little bit that it doesn't, they would be separate shows, but there, there'd be some a lot more crossover. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's just like a lot of rumors and stuff at this point. But um, anyway, the actual matches that took place, we had Akira Tozawa and D Brian Kendrick versus Jack Gallagher and his surprise, partner because he could find a partner of his choosing kushida 
and that's so awesome except for how, how much the crowd sucked but um yeah we ended up kushida submitting brian kendrick and that was a pretty awesome uh appearance by kushida at medicine square garden i'm sure that was uh super cool for him and uh yeah i really liked that match and then uh this six-man tag team it was a, it was a, a regular tag team match um with drew and tony versus uh uh lisa dorado and um umberto carrillo but uh since drew and tony no what what was happening here they started to beat to beat down uh umberto and lince before the match began and then Daivari came out and started attacking them. And then Metallic came out and tried to fend them off. And so they made it. They're like, okay, well, let's make this a six-man tag team match then. And um, and there's so much great stuff in this match. There's insane stuff in this match. Like, holy crap. There's a, a running hunter, Kenrana, over the top rope to the outside. That sent Daivari, like, straight to the – it was crazy. He, he posted, like, don't worry, guys. My spine broke my fall <laughs> and stuff like that. There's some crazy great stuff in this match. And the the freaking crowd just chanting for the baby. Um the couple of instances that uh they they tried to play into it was Drew had um oh, I think it was Grand Metallic. He 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 was holding him like a baby and was like rocking him to sleep. And that was amazing. And the crowd was kind of getting into it, but it wasn't enough. They they lost their focus again. Daivari tr- tried to to like play into it a little bit too, but man, it, it's like it was like all so distracting that I take I don't even remember how the match finished. If it was, I, yeah, I don't I don't remember how the match finished. And that's a real shame because it was these guys doing such insane stuff, such awesome stuff. I don't get it. I do get it. I do get it. they 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 didn't know that two hundred five live was happening, and so they they instead of getting this bonus of amazing wrestling, I don't care if you know who the people are or not. This is how you get to know new wrestlers is that you watch the matches that they're in and you can see them be friggin' amazing. And it's, oh, oh my God. So I, re- I really hope that they move 205 to full sale and keep it as its own show, but it's as a being a part of NXT instead of part of SmackDown or Raw or whatever they consider it right now. So we'll see how that goes. All right, um, I've been in airplane mode here, so I prevent like interference type feedback stuff. But I'm turning it off so I can look up Clash of Champions 2019 card uh, with my predictions here. All right, this episode is pretty long already, but that's fine. Um, let's go all the way. Okay. Read texts real quick. Um, okay, on the Wikipedia page, I'm just going in the order that they're listed on here. I shall go in reverse order because it's it's kind of in 
the order of importance. So they bumped the King of the Ring final from the from Clash of Champions. I'm a, I'm a little bit upset about that, but you know it's it it, it that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not too upset because we still have eleven matches. Ten of them are championship matches. Um, so all the championships are on this uh, on the card, um, and it's it's going to be a great. Show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm I'm really going to enjoy this. I think. Um, so starting from the bottom of the list on the Wikipedia page, AJ Styles, the champion, the United States champion versus Cedric Alexander. Um, Cedric. Okay. My two predictions are that the, the, that both of the people from Charlotte, North Carolina are going to win. So that's Cedric and Charlotte. So that we'll have at least those two new championships champions. I think, um, I don't know if I want that to happen or don't want, I, I I definitely want Cedric to win. That'd be awesome. But, um, you know, I like AJ Styles as the United States champion. So either way that goes. But I think Cedric is going to win. Uh, then we have Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, the champions versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville for the Women's Tag Team Championship. I think Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross will win this one. Um, they'll continue the, uh, their reign. Just tearing through everything. I think the, 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 their loss to them as a team was a fluke kind of thing. And now they're prepared. They had that new... It wasn't a fluke. It was that unexpected tag team maneuver, that finisher, that caught them unawares. So I think now they'll be prepared for it and uh, they'll be able to to, to overcome. Um, the only non-championship match on the card is Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. I'll be, shooting, I'll be chanting either Roman or Roman, depending on the situation. <laughs> like, everybody's chanting for Roman uh during their 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 battle on raw this week or at smack what 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 episode was that what on smackdown i was chanting for roman personally i was i was chanting rowan rowan not roman row like uh there's some plausible deniability there to chant for either one of them (laughs) but um yeah, it's a no, no disqualification match, so that'll be interesting. Um, I think, oh, um, I kind of want Rowan to win. I think that makes the story more interesting if if Rowan wins. But I don't know. It, it'd be the the story could be interesting either way. I don't think it really depends on that. Um, singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship: Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. I think Sasha Banks wins. Yes. And then Becky goes to. Yeah. 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 Sasha Banks wins. Becky Lynch then goes to ends up going to SmackDown. Because she's on all the SmackDown promotion on Fox promotional material along with Charlotte. So that's another reason why I think Charlotte wins. I think Charlotte and Sasha wins so that Charlotte and Becky can are can be on SmackDown and Sasha and Bailey will be on Raw. And yeah, that's what I think will happen, maybe. Or or it's or it doesn't even matter because Hell in a Cell could reconfigure everything anyway. 
I, what I hope we see is a fatal four way um, or some variation of that in the cell between all four of them. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens this weekend first. Um, then we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. I really, really want The, the Miz to win. And then he only has to have the championship for like 20 days. And then he is the longest combined number of days as Intercontinental Champion. That would be so awesome for him. And he would have the new record for... Because uh, I think he has tied for the record of number of reigns. Um, so I think he would have the most number of reigns. And then in three weeks, he would have the longest combined reigns. That would be super awesome for The Miz. He absolutely deserves that. Okay, so I I think I may have talked about this before. But saying, like, I don't deserve it. I earned it. Well, that's that's what deserving something means. Um, I think some promos about that and stuff think that deserving something means entitled to something and those are different things earning something like it could mean that it's like saying a, a rectangle a square is a rectangle but a rectangle is not a square um deserving something could mean that's something someone has a sense of entitlement but it could also mean somebody feels like they earned something that they did earn something um like uh like oh he he had that coming he deserved that punch in the face like on the negative side of things it's like yeah they earned that punch in the face by being like super annoying or something like that um but you can also say like oh that that type of person sucks or like that then that's like the the opposite for anyway what I'm what I mean to say is when we chant you deserve it we are saying you earned it. Like because that's why you deserve it is because you earned it. So stop being so so weird about that phrase, that word. Anyway, um then we have the new day, Biggie and Xavier Woods versus the revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. I think this has the potential to be the in a in a in a killer card. Um, this has the potential to be the, the, the match of the night um, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I kind of want to see the Revival win. And I also want to see Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. I want to see Randy Orton win. So we have FTRKO as the champions. And then they're both solidly on, uh, on SmackDown. But we'll see what happens with all of that. Uh, then we have the triple threat match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak, the champion, versus Alberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado. Um, it would be freaking awesome if Lince Dorado won. Um, it would also be awesome if Alberto Carrillo won. And it would also be awesome if Drew Gulak retained the championship. This is not any of their hometown. So it's it seems like the Cruiserweight Championship since wrestlemania last year it has been the winner has been somebody it's been their hometown like um cedric alexander won in in new orleans he's from charlotte so that was that was the last time somebody didn't win the championship in their hometown um 
because then we had Buddy Murphy win in Australia. We had, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we had Tony Nice win in New York because he's from Long Island. And then we had Drew Gulak win in Philadelphia. So I think Oni Lorcan will finally win at SummerSlam next year in Boston. And uh, before that, are there any cruiserweights who are from Chicago? Not currently. Mustafa Ali is not on 205 Live anymore. Um, he would have been an absolute lock for winning in Chicago. Maybe. I think I feel like he lost. He had a championship match in Chicago and he lost, so I don't know. But I think this match is also going to be right up there as one of the, one of or the best match of the night. Then we have Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. I already said that. I hope Randy Orton wins so that we have FTRKO as champions. Um, then we have Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. What order do these matches happen? Because they also have another match defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. I think it depends on what hap- what order these matches happen in. It would be interesting. It would be really interesting if their singles match is before their tag team match so that they that Braun Strowman like even if Seth wins they'll both be beating the cr- whole crap out of and so Dolphin Dolphin Rude can just take advantage of that and and, and win um so I think that's what will happen uh Seth Rollins will probably retain but he'll be so beaten up and Braun will be so mad that he didn't win, that uh, Rude and Ziggler just just take the championships off for them. And then we have Bailey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Like I said, I think Charlotte will win because the show is in Charlotte. And uh, I think Bailey is going to go back over to Raw and Charlotte and Becky will be on SmackDown. And that's the best way to make that happen, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Becky going after the SmackDown Championship again? We'll see how all of that goes down this Sunday at Clash of Champions. I'm going to be there in person, um, so I'll record an episode once I get back on Monday. Um, I was originally going to fly back, like, Monday evening, which was, like, kind of annoying. I was going to get back, like, really late, I think. Like, my flight wasn't even until 6 p.m., and then it's, like, a connection in Dallas or something. No, it was a connection in tennis in Nashville. Um and uh you know just to save a little bit of money that's the cheapest flight of the day but i would have to have to have a lot of time to kill like on a weekday on a monday and then i'd be in the air during raw and i couldn't watch that live or maybe i could i don't know but um so uh i got an email while i was on my uh trip to to new york that um my upcoming trip to uh, to Las Vegas, I just have one day trip planned at the end of October to go see the brand new Cirque du Soleil show, Run, R-U-N, um, R.U.N. There's no dot after the N. I don't know why. But um, I guess they had some te- technical issues, so they had to, to push back the start date. And so uh, they said to call to reschedule um, my ticket. And so I rescheduled to uh, the second weekend of November, which is when I'll be out there already for a comic book convention, the Great American Comic Convention or something like that. And um, so that worked out really, really well. 
And uh, then I also got a ticket for uh, Michael Jackson one that night because it's in the singing. Um, it's in Mandalay Bay. No, it's at Luxor. They're both at Luxor or one of them is at Mandalay Bay. I don't know. Um, I think run is at Luxor for sure. And Michael Jackson one is at Mandalay Bay, I think, but they're right next to each other. I haven't been to either of those places yet. And, um, I, I think I'm going to try to get there so I can also check out the aquarium and stuff at Mandalay Bay. Cause I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gone to any of this stuff in that whole complex yet. Um, that's the, the one reason I haven't seen Michael Jackson one. Um, uh, yeah, I could have, I could have gone because I was staying like right across the street. Um, being at the MGM ground that that's really close to there. Um, and it would have made sense to pair either of those with um, with uh, Zumanity as well. But anyway, I'm really excited for that. It worked out. And also, it, that gave me travel credit so that I could um, reschedule my, my flight back from Charlotte for early in the morning instead. So I get home like at, like before noon, I think. Um, so it, that all worked out pretty pretty well so um yeah this whole week has been a weird thing Uh, um let me talk about some of the travel stuff now that i'm here at having talked about the show so uh, tune out from this point if you if you don't care about all the travel tales i already talked about a little bit too much of the travel tales already but um you know tweet me at tiw podcast follow go to tiwpodcast.com all that stuff um and i'll see you next time Okay, now the travel story stuff. Um, so uh, it was kind of a rough. <laughs> it was a rough day getting to Raw. Um, I had a really early morning flight, and I overslept. I thought when I like got woken up by my alarm, I was like, "Oh, you know, I can get a little more sleep." My flight is at seven fifty-five. My flight was at six fifty-five, and I woke up again at like five fifteen or something like that. I was like oh no, this is not good. Maybe I should just not go. And just cancel my flight. And, you know, like eat the cost of the hotel at least because I, th- I thought it was a non-refundable. As it turned out, I, pro- I, I could have gotten off from having paid that because it was my old credit card, the one that got stolen a while back that I talked about during the SummerSlam trip. And, um, and I could have not gone. And it probably would have been fully fine. I probably wouldn't have been that upset that I hadn't gone. Um, but since I did go, I am glad that I go- that I went. I did have a lot of fun eventually. But getting there it was it was probably the fastest I've ever gotten from home to my gate at the airport. That there was barely anybody at, at security um, as far as far as flyers. Um, there's plenty of workers there. And so that was really quick. So I, I left home at like 5.30. Luckily, I already packed before I went to sleep that morning. And because uh, I had stayed up pretty late. I maybe only got like two, an hour and a half of sleep or something like that. But um, I, I drove myself, parked at the airport, uh, found a, a sort of closer spot in the outdoor lot, in the uncovered parking, um, got through security. 
Um, and this is one of those cases where if I had gone to the uh, A-list or the premium pastor, there's more people in that line than in the regular line. So I just went to the regular line, got through there really quick, and uh, and even stopped to get a slice of breakfast pizza and got over to my gate right as uh, I did not stop to use the restroom. I did need to use the restroom, but um, I got there right as they started boarding my section and it was kind of perfect it was it worked out just magnificently um if any one thing had gone wrong a little bit then i would have i still would have made my flight probably but i wouldn't have gotten a window seat or something like that so um yeah it worked the, the flight was fine um it is a really long flight it's one of the longer flights um, I have a really long flight coming up, but I got it on Spirit and did like the their their first class for it. Not to brag, or it's the cheapest first class experience that you can get. They, you can't get that experience on Southwest at all because they don't have those big seats. But I got a big seat on my flight for on Spirit from um, from Los Angeles to Baltimore. So I could go to to uh, to um, the first show of AEW um, in a couple of weeks, but um, what was I saying? But uh, yeah, that's a, that's like a five and a half hour flight or something. It's cre- it's really long. But uh, other than that, Denver to New York is the longest flight that I've gone on. That's within this country. Um, it is longer, it is a little bit longer than to Toronto, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was fine. And then, um, so I, I, I get there and, uh, I just have my backpack cause I'm only gone for two days. And so I don't have to go to baggage check or anything like that. And the, um, I get to the hotel and uh my my reservation has been canceled uh because my credit card was declined so i was like really irritated with that and then um but it was fine i got the room got into there took a little nap um uh, before i took a nap i i realized i need to print my tickets for madison square garden i can't use a mobile there's no mobile tickets you have to actually print it out and have the actual thing um for the way i bought i bought my tickets anyway and uh, so I go to the front and ask him if I could get something printed. And so uh, previously I've shared my tip that uh, if you have PDF tickets and you need to print them in a public computer, uh, share, make them, pub- upload them to like Google Drive or something and make it pl- public temporarily. Um, put that link, if you don't already have a, sh- a really easy short link from your file sharing thing, uh, Dropbox has short links, I think. Um, Google, I think, also has short links, but it doesn't. I don't know. Anyway, um, drop that into a link link shortener, and uh, make it something that's really easy to to show somebody to write down all of that. And then, if you're printing it yourself, you just open up an incognito tab or a private window, whatever. Open that up real quick, print it off, close it, and then uh, make it non-public once you once you have it printed so then if anybody does go in the history and go to that then it, it doesn't actually pull up the pdf 
we'll pull up like the login screen for for dropbox or whatever so um usually every time i've done this so far it's been super smooth uh i either doing it myself or giving the link to somebody else and um this this time it didn't that was not the case at all um the printer so the the, the printer that the their business center prints to is behind the front desk it's not connected to those computers um directly and they were doing some work or something so i think the wi-fi was messed up and so the uh, or i don't know um so i tried printing from that computer it did not work and so i asked them hey can you print this from your computer i need to just give you the link and they're like oh no do you have it on your phone we can print it from your phone and they're, they're like i'm like okay uh, i guess and they're trying like for five minutes to get that to work I'm like let me just give you the link it'll open up you just print it real easy and he goes to the computer okay fine i show him it on my on my phone so he can just copy it directly from that and he's like oh it's not working the internet's down right now you're working on something it's nothing's working uh, okay i'll come back later uh so you go take a nap and then come back down try to get it printed again um he said oh internet's working so go try it on the from that computer again but actually before that like one of the maintenance guys was there not the front desk guy is like oh just send it to this email right here and then he'll print it out uh not in so many words not so quickly he says that so i email that link to their front desk email and i just wait for the guy to come and then i he says oh the the computers are working out you try it on there so like okay so this is like attempt number two but like method number three whatever i i do that i hit print it doesn't work it's like oh yeah it's not working can you you know help me out with this and it's like i i, I emailed you the link and he says oh it's, and he goes in the email oh it hasn't come through or whatever and that's one of the issues i try to avoid by having the link so i can just have like just show them the link they can just type it in there's no need to wait for an email to go through or anything like that like okay well it's not working over here. It's like, oh, let me just show it to you on my phone. They're like, no, write it down. I'm like, no, just look. It's on my phone. Look at the link right here. You can just type it from that. And there are people like trying to check in and stuff. Like, I understand. Take care of them first or whatever. And I'm like, the, if you just did this, if you took one second to do this, it'd be done. And they just and they, you don't have to worry about it it'd be done in one second you don't have to worry about it. but they just kept trying they, they like resisted this way of doing it every single step of the way and then so i write it down and then he's like the front desk guy this is the main guy could, could you type this into the other computer while i'm getting these people checked in and so i give him the link and the guy is it takes him like five minutes to type in like 20 characters. It was like bit.ly slash Eric dash MSG tickets or something like that. You can go to that link and it will, <laughs> there's another dash between MSG and tickets. 
you can go to that link. It's it doesn't go to anything now because it's not a public link. And even if it did go to that PDF, it's useless now because it's it's been used. The event is over. But anyway, um, it takes forever to type it in, and like right off the bat, he's like, "Is this a six? Like, it's a B, the a B B B as a as in as in boy, the letter B, and he's like typing like." Click, looks around. Click, like that's how slow he's typing. Um, he t- he types it incorrectly because it doesn't work. And then the other guy, I I give them my phone, and the guy the other guy is like, all flustered or whatever. This is like trying to check people in, and he tries to type it in. And he's like, oh, this doesn't work. Do you have like a login or something like that. And I'm like, no, the link works. I'm like, it works on my phone. I just did it. I just went to it on that other computer. It works on there. You're typing it wrong, whatever. So finally, they're like, oh, it turns the monitor around and gives me the keyboard. And I type it. It pulls up right away. They print it. I'm like, all right, thanks. And I leave. So, man, what a stupid long story for a really infuriating day. I just had to talk about it, I guess. But, um,. Yeah, it did, it did finally make it over there. Um, the only thing that I did that night was go to the show. And then, um, like, after the show, I had some food. It was okay. Um, I decided the next day that I didn't get food. Actually, I did get food at the show the next night also. But afterwards, um, at, like, a like a, a shop or whatever, um the first night I got a prepackaged salad and some Gatorade. And that was a great dinner, uh, late night dinner. And then the next night I went to a different shop that was, um, right next to the subway station. Oh, walking to the subway on my way from, um, uh, on the way back after raw, um, I just walking. lots of people walking to the subway station uh, from the arena and i hear this voice from behind me uh like hey renee gravy i'm I'm heading out or whatever like getting their attention and it turned out right in front of me like 10 feet in front of me was renee young and Corey graves they've been walking right in front of me this that entire time and so they like they like go stop turn around and go talk to that guy for a second and then they end up i just keep walking i'm, I'm like and, and and so the, it was a brief conversation and so they end up walking like kind of next to me like right behind me like for the next like three blocks and so like i i'm not trying to cigarette i'm just going at the same pace as like everybody else is the same pace i was already going and so are they and so i end up here hearing them talk about some stuff um and all of that and it i don't know it's kind of interesting it was kind of cool that um you know, I was, they're, they're, they're common people along with the rest of us just walking down the street off to the subway station or where, wherever they're going. I don't know where they're going. Um, they might have been staying at a hotel nearby and not had to take the subway at all. But, um, yeah, that was kind of fun. Uh, Tuesday night after the show, um, I realized I, before the show, um, I went to the zoo, Central Park Zoo. And that was really cool. It's a really small zoo, but um, it, you could pro- you could see everything in like an hour. 
Um, before you go, check out what the feeding times are because there's like a sweet spot where you can see both the penguins and the sea lions feeding times. Um, cause one's at like what the, the sea lions, the last one is at three 30 and I think the penguins might be at three o'clock. So I missed the penguins. Um, uh, although when I did go in there, there were, um, Oh, Oh, that's how, that's where the thing goes down to. I see. I understand the, 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 the blinds on my door now. That keeps it okay. I need to 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 fix that. Anyway, um, yeah, the zoo is really cool. Uh, sea lions were awesome. Um, there's a big tropical building, which is nice. Um, and then the the seabirds. They got the penguins and some puffins. Those were cool. And uh, they had uh, two bears. And my favorite thing about the entire zoo is that there are two bears. They're grizzly bears. Uh, they're both female and their names are Betty and Veronica. And that is my, my favorite thing about this entire trip is, is seeing, well, I saw one of the two bears, but learning that those are their names. I love that. So, um, yeah, that was really cool. And then, uh, I had enough time before, between going to the zoo and going to the show, um, I went to B and H photo, uh, photo video which is an amazing store and they have like these little tramway things for for tubs so that they can pick items to to get sent up to their shipping department and stuff uh it's really cool that they have that system so they don't have people like walking around everywhere carrying all this stuff they just have these little uh tramways these little uh, carrier tubes they're not tubes because they're they're rectangular passageways but uh, you know, I think that could still be considered a, a tube in the transport transportation sense, but um, yeah, that was really uh, really cool going there. I didn't buy anything, but I did spend a lot of time like playing with all the uh, all the keyboard synthesizers and stuff that they had there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see like all the professional cameras out uh, out on display uh, out on demo that was really cool and yeah it's just just an awesome an awesome thing i should have if i had thought about it i should have taken some of the equipment that i'm not using and taken it there with me to to trade in so if if i do another new york trip which may or it, it that might happen um i think i will take some of the camera equipment that i'm not using anymore and uh see if i can get uh you know pay for the trip with it basically um maybe maybe even more i don't know um so that was really cool and then um i saw um ready or not because there was an amc like just a block away from madison square garden uh which when i tried to search for i wasn't planning on seeing any movies because when i tried to search for new york amc theaters um in the amc app it came up with nothing i don't know why because there's a ton of them there's so many AMC theaters in New York, um, including the one that's right right a block away from Madison Square Garden, which is where I saw Ready or Not. And I really, really enjoyed Ready or Not. It's super messed up, but also really, really funny. I thought it was really funny. And um, I enjoy it. I recommend it. If you like the trailer for it, go check out the trailer. If you enjoy the trailer, if you, if the trailer makes you laugh, 
and you're like, this movie looks ridiculous, and you like that, then I think you will enjoy this movie. Go check it out. I thought it was great. It was so over the top. It's gruesome, bloody guts, gore, profanity all over the place, but so, so funny and so super messed up. And I think if if it, if it wasn't funny, it, it's kind of funny because it's so messed up. But if it wasn't mess, if it wasn't funny, then it would just be really messed up, and then I wouldn't have enjoyed it. But because it is, it is really, it is really, it's really, I think it's really funny. So I recommend that. Um, so afterwards, after the show, uh, I thought, oh. I should see if there's a comic book shop and the closest comic book shop to Madison square garden is midtown comics. And I think it's on 40th and something 40th and seventh, seventh and 40, which, which order do you say those in anyway? It's right there. Um, on the, like the South side of the, this, the, that subway stop. But, um, it is, uh, it was kind of, it was kind of cool, but every, Every every shop, every other shop aside from Hall of Justice Comics that I've been to, just has their comics bare out on the rack. They're like or like saggy, end up being warped and all that. That's no good. That's no good. Uh, Hall of Justice has got it right. They are so so awesome because they bag and board all of their comics, all of their brand new comics. Everything stays top notch condition. It's the best other I understand it's an expense, but it's an expense that's so worth it on the customer's end of things. And you're not ending up with these ruined books all over the place. It's like, why do I know why? Because it it is an expense. It's an extra like 10, 15 cents per book, but it's so it's so worth it from a customer's perspective, I think. And it has, it's, I don't see how it's not worth it from the, from, from the, the store's perspective. It's got, I don't know. I don't know. It's how it should be. It's how every comic book store should do it. In my opinion, it's ridiculous not to do it. Bag and board all your comics. It is a labor expense too, of course. But it's it keeps all the books in such a it keeps them in perfect condition. It helps everybody keeping the books in great condition. And then when somebody sells those comics back, they're you're getting top quality books. I don't know. I don't know. But they did have a massive selection of of manga. Um, they have a second floor that I'd not go up to because I figured it'd be kind of weird to go up there when it's like they're so close to closing. They were open till min. They are open till midnight. Um, maybe it's only on Wednesdays because I went there. No, it was Tuesday night. Um, that's crazy. That's kind of crazy for a comic book shop to be open till midnight. But there, there must be the 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 demand for it. If they that's their hours, then it must make sense for them to have those hours. I, I I know nothing about the local economy there, but, um, and I am appreciative of it because I was able to go to the store after this show that ended at 11 PM. Um, so yeah, I didn't go up to the second floor. So the second floor might've been like amazing and blown my mind or something like that. 
but I did not go up to the second floor, and so it that I I don't know. My my opinion of the place is only on the first floor. They have great selection of manga, um, and and uh, trade paperbacks. Their new comics, just gross that they're not in ba- bagged and board, but that's every other comic shop besides Hall of Justice Comics in Parker, Colorado. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it was cool. I took like a picture of the entry because uh, it says like "Welcome to Midtown Comics." on the poster it doesn't it doesn't say it like that because it's just words on a page but that's how i read it in my mind and and out loud just now um but i'm glad that i could say that i can now say oh i've been to midtown comics because i hear about it like i don't hear about it all the time but i've heard about it enough that i knew oh midtown comics i've heard of that (laughs) you know i've heard about it so i i can say i heard about it and now i can say that i've actually been there which is cool um so uh yeah uh but they they don't have like an inventory system or anything like that it doesn't seem so i i don't know kind of kind of because i asked them like oh do you know if you have volume three of this because i picked up kurosagi uh course delivery service or whatever it's called um i paid a volume four of the omnibus the omnibus of it uh because i have one two and then the individual volumes of 13 14 i think but i think they're coming out with an omnibus number five because i think it's still being made but anyway my point is they had the omnibus volume four so i picked that up and i asked them if they had volume three and they like in response to the question they started to look over at the shelves i was like oh i looked all over for it i didn't see it over there i thought maybe you could look it up there like oh then no i i don't know if we have that so yeah that's kind of that that could use improvement have like some type of way to search for stuff because it's not necessarily in alphabetical order on the shelves but anyway i'm glad i went there it was cool uh, I pick up that and well, check out my new comics episode. This episode is already long enough. Um, I'll talk about the three books that I picked up. Um, two of them uh, that I didn't mention by name yet. Um, so that is it. <clears throat> my voice is about shot now. Uh, talking about all this for an hour and twenty minutes. Wow! But. Um, let me know what you thought about this week's Raw Smackdown 205 Live and the movie Ready or Not by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWPodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Instagram TV, wherever you like to listen and watch. Um, this episode is not on Instagram TV. but um, And uh, stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses so I can see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.